0: My guest today is an awesome girl that I've known for a long time. She's an engagement specialist for a nonprofit agency and is witness to many of the issues and problems that are plaguing our homeless and substance abuse population. I really enjoyed talking with her as we went through her job, the election, dating apps, and a bunch of other stuff. I love her so much. Here she is, my friend, Leanne Nietzsche. It's weird now because I have all these uh, curtains in here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, when I started doing it, it was just wide open room. Mm-hmm. And then I got these to to make it sound better because it just deadens the sound. Of course, yeah. But uh, – At first, I only bought four of them, so it was just that corner and then this corner, and it looked all janky because there were gaps everywhere.
1: They're very nice, luscious curtains.
0: They're not bad, right? Very
1: soft. Yeah. Could probably lay these down and make love on them, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, uh, if I get a house at some point, they'll just become like regular curtains, and then I can, you know, repurpose them. Yeah. They're not bad, though.
1: They're not bad.
0: It was it was difficult trying to figure out which color to get because they had like eight different colors. Burgundy. Where do you find these at? Amazon.
1: My favorite. Do you know when I got my tax money? I spent so much fucking money on Amazon, and I don't even know on what really. I know I got a bookshelf. I got a record player too, that I broke. But I would just get shit-faced and then buy shit online, and then it would show up and be like, oh, yeah, I did do this.
0: How did you break your record player? I
1: I need your help on this, too. So I get it out of the box. I'm trying to assemble it, put it together, and I took the needle off. The needle broke. Yeah, that's not good. Because you're supposed to just pull it forward or something, and maybe I was a little too harsh, and it completely came off.
0: You shouldn't have to do anything to it, though. Why did they ship it to you that way? You should just be able to set it up and play it.
1: Maybe I'm just stupid, <laughs> which I am. I don't know technology shit, but I got speakers and everything because I was like, I'm going to get shit for myself, you know? I'm going to buy records and mm-hmm. get a sick-ass system and all of this and everything that I bought. I can't fucking work. I don't know. How do you have
0: it. records? Uh-huh. What do you got? A few. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Not a lot. I have like... Seven.
0: <laughs> Seven. I I have a bunch of records out here, but I don't have a record player anymore.
1: Well, you should come by and fix my record player.
0: Yeah, that sucks. I so spent you, like two
1: hundred and fifty bucks on it.
0: You never used it once. Mm-mm.
1: Oh no! And then I got it working, but it was really quiet. I couldn't figure out the sound.
0: Did you Did you try to send it back to him? No. No.
1: No. I don't have patience for that. <laughs> it's in the box. It's in my closet. Yeah. It's whatever. It's there.
0: Yeah, vinyl's cool. I like it because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it it reminds me of I, I like when I get it out. It rem- it makes me think of like being in the seventies. Yeah, you know. Well, duh. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a lost thing, but it's coming back. It is, which I appreciate. I got Layla actually a little tiny record player, and I bought her her Billie Eilish album, and she would really dig that. It's that- good to get the kids. You know, there's other ways to listen to music yeah. other than YouTube mm-hmm. or, you know, Spotify mm-hmm. and shit. Like, and I got land in an actual like radio, just a stupid little boom box.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what's cool about like, I just went to Target today and they have vinyl in yeah. Target. Mm-hmm. And it's like Taylor Swift's new album and, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm.
1: all it's this like stuff. It's like 35
0: bucks. Yeah. Like, what
1: the fuck? That's yeah. expensive. But yeah. No, I know. Yeah. It's coming back. And yeah, so Layla ended up actually tacking that album to her wall. And I'm like, you're supposed to listen to it. You know, like, I get it. It looks cute, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're supposed to listen to it. Yeah. It doesn't go on your wall.
0: That's what my son wants to do. He wants me to get him an album for his birthday so he can frame it and hang it on his wall. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's cool. But then we have to buy another one that you can actually listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Which album does he want?
0: He wants to get Elliott Smith.
1: Does he play music?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, he he started learning guitar about a year ago, and he sings really well, too, so. Really? Yeah, he's getting into it, and the goal is to get uh, a piano and mm-hmm. also get a drum set. Yeah. Because I haven't had a real drum set in, like, probably since 11th Street.
1: Wow. I have a keyboard you can have.
0: Really? hmm You don't want it?
1: No? It's no? ginormous, and it was... Layla's grandpa's,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, they gave it to her, but it's just sitting under my bed, not being used.
0: Why does anybody play it? I don't
1: know. She was for a bit. She was teaching herself Uh some stuff. Um, I think it needs batteries. Yeah. Probably. Again, these are the things that I don't know. That's why it's just sitting in my room. What's
0: cool now is there's so many apps that will teach you how to play.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I busted out when I first got that thing. no. It was a different one that I got for Layla. I sat there and um, YouTubed how to play the Game of Thrones theme song. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> and you learned it?
1: I did for a minute, yeah? yeah. And I was like, wait, pause. And then I'd go over, wait, pause. And I was yeah. like, guys, I got it. And I got like maybe the first doo-doo, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was so stoked. And I was like,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have this one. It's like this shitty Radio Shack version that had the, mm-hmm. the keys that would light up. They would turn uh, pink. Sick. So you could press uh, some button and it would teach you how to play like Beethoven or whatever. And each key Mm -hmm. would light up as it played so you could learn how to play it that way.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. We need to get our kids to hang out. Yeah. I think that uh, Layla and Elliot would probably be really good friends.
0: Yeah. They could make some songs together. Mm -hmm. It's a band. Yeah, right?
1: That would be really cute. She likes to sing, but she doesn't. Yeah. Like she gets embarrassed, but she was in choir and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What is your opinion on like how uh, the school is is introducing these types of things to kids these days? What do you mean? Like, uh, what is at the school that your kids go to? Uh-huh. It, do they have like a decent? arts program or yeah
1: yeah it's the david douglas district apparently they have like the their orchestra Uh is like world class they go and travel all over the world it's super like uh whatever uh so that one yeah i don't as far as the art stuff i don't know but i know their musical stuff is good yeah but uh Layla could never get into art yeah but i think going into high school she'll have more options, because that's mm-hmm. what she really wanted to do. So this middle school, they're only offered choir, band, or orchestra and theater. There's no like real, you know, like photography yeah. and stuff that we got to do mm-hmm. or, you know, ceramics yeah, or just any general art class.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so hopefully in high school, she'll have more if she ever goes back to school
0: yeah, that's a thing right now.
1: I'm, I'm really pissed off about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A I am. lot of people are.
1: I don't know what they're gonna do, and I, like I said, I don't know how I'm gonna be in two places at two times.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm fortunate that I still have a job, and I'm mm-hmm. fortunate that uh, I get to go to work every day. Yeah. And that uh, my kids' mom. Can work from home, so Mm -hmm. they're able to do their distance learning there with her. Yeah, which is super cool. But there are a ton of parents who don't have somebody that stays home. Exactly, and that's your situation, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I work. I work ten hours a day, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. And it really it's very worrisome because I don't want them to fall behind. Mm -hmm. You know, at this point, I'm kind of thinking like, shit. Might as well just go get your GED, kids, and learn a trade or something because <laughs> I'm not a teacher, yeah, and I can't be here. And yeah, it's just you know the way it is.
0: Yeah, I I know that everybody's trying to do the best that they can, yeah. and they're all trying to figure it out. Yeah, as it happens, mm-hmm. uh, but it's hard to understand where we're gonna be in another year exactly. if this continues to go on. You know, for the entire year, and it will. It probably will. Uh, The way it's going,
1: I think it will. I don't think it's going to slow down. Um,
0: Kate Brown just released a press conference or whatever where she – I forget what the term is. But she made it so that you could not be foreclosed upon Mm -hmm. until the end of the year. And so if she's making that decision now – and not like anybody should lose their house. Yeah. But she's she's anticipating that at least until the end of the year this is going to happen, which means – why Why would any of the kids go back to school yeah. in November when they say that they're Well, mine
1: aren't. To- they're not going back until at least January 4th.
0: Oh, they already said that? hmm Oh, see, so, my kids, they said that they would go back uh, the first week in November. And I'm like,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It might. It, I don't know. But I know for us, yeah, they start the 21st and they go till at least January 4th. But given if things get better, then they'll change that. But that's the set date for now. Yeah,
0: but how does it get better?
1: I don't know. The the cases have to go down. And it's just like my work. I'm in a temporary position right now Mm -hmm. because this is a COVID shelter. So not for people that are positive, but for people that are at risk. So the county and us have a contract that this will keep going. We have 9 to 12 months depending on what happens. So if the cases get higher... Then we'll have it longer if they get lower, or it's you know gets better somehow. Then
0: what's the number that they set the threshold at, though? I
1: don't know. I don't know. It's all I don't.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's frustrating Mm -hmm. because I don't have the answers, but it seems like when this first went down in March. Everybody was super scared, and Mm -hmm. they thought it was the real deal, which was cool. Everybody kind of bunkered down and Mm -hmm. made sure that they were going to be safe. Uh, But then as time went on, it was kind of discovered that maybe it wasn't as big a deal as we thought it was, and it was only affecting people that were seriously compromised. Right. And so the most disappointing part for anyone involved is that – no one's allowed like there are state mandates no one's allowed to return to the position we were in before Mm -hmm. regardless of what your health status is and there's no defined end yeah it's just ongoing Mm -hmm. it's just like the new normal
1: yeah and i i've been skeptical about it um i'm kind of just like you know what it is, what it is. I'm not going to freak out over this. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I do what I do. I wear my mask. I wash my hands. I make sure that everything's safe and sanitary, but I don't, I'm not freaking out about it. Yeah. Because um, you can't, you know, because if you fall into that, you know, checking the news 20 times a day, shit like that, and then it gets to you. Yeah. And it's too much. So I'm like, if I get sick, I get sick. I'll go to the hospital. Fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing we were talking about earlier. Is yeah. uh, I think, and I've talked about this with many people. I think there are going to be more significant mental issues. Absolutely. From, from people uh, being worried about things, or losing their job, or not mm-hmm. being able to pay their bills. Like there's some. There's yeah. going to be significant mental health issues. From yeah, and the there
1: shit. already is. Yeah. And I mean, I see it like Layla with the kids. Third, sad. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's not, I don't know. It's hard. And it's worrisome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's no end in sight.
1: No. And especially, you know, what, we have cold and flu season coming up. Everyone is still going to get colds, right? And they're still going to get the flu. And they're going to automatically go to that place. Oh, my God, I have corona. Because, you know, that's what we have to think about. You know how many the hospitals are going to get over float yeah with people yeah it's gonna be a shit show
0: well uh that's the other thing is like do you do you feel at some point that you had it yes yeah
1: yes and layla yeah
0: yeah but in what month
1: last year like last, last. winter
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah um and Le- layla has asthma mm-hmm. and she gets sick and when she gets sick it's usually like You know, she'll get a flu, the flu will trigger her asthma um, or a cold and she got sick. But this time was weird because she just slept for like three days and she coughed, but it wasn't the same kind of cough she would normally get. Does that make sense?
0: So you you felt like it was the flu, but you were kind of... It was different. You felt like it was different. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And then a couple months later, it all hit the news and I was like, huh. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, she got a really high fever and she just slept. Yeah. For like three days. And Uh, she was out of school for a whole week. Yeah. Because I couldn't get her to wake up.
0: She was just sleeping it Mm -hmm. off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was weird. But yeah, I've felt like I've had it. But (laughs) it's like, you know, it's like that.
0: I don't know. No, it's a weird thing. Like, anytime. Yeah, I mean, I have to wear a mask at work, I have mm-hmm. to wear a mask when I go to the grocery store, yep. uh, all over the place now. And anytime I cough into the mask or sneeze or something, I'm always like, everybody thinks I have the disease. Uh-huh. You got <laughs> right? the corona. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Landon got a little cold last week and his nose was stuffy and he was saying that he had a headache and he slept. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh shit, is this really happening? Yeah. You know? And he got a little fever, but not really. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he doesn't sleep. He doesn't take naps. And he put himself to bed, like, at 3 in the afternoon. So I was like, fuck. (laughs) Fucking shit. You know, and Layla's running around. He's got Rona, mom. You need to take him to the hospital. And I'm like, just calm down. We're going to play this
0: out. Yeah. You know, and then he was fine a day later. Have you been tested yet? No. No, me neither.
1: Oh, and I hope I never have to.
0: Well, I mean. It looks awful. Is it bad?
1: It looks awful. What do you think? Have, have to you to do? seen what they do? No. They stick like a twelve inch fucking Q tip up your nose. Like all the way in the back.
0: That's the only way?
1: Apparently. That's all I've seen. Huh. Yeah, and you have to tilt your head back and they mm. shove yeah, it all the way up bad. into your sinuses. It doesn't sound fun. That's when like I no. thought it was easier than that. No. It looks awful.
0: Yeah, if they could make it easier to get tested for it and find out quickly. Then, then all you have to do is quarantine yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which I'm fine with. I, in the beginning, I was like, fucking sweet. I don't want to see anyone anyway. I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. Go away, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, but then after that first week, I was like, ah, oh, this sucks. Um, but the quarant- quarantining part was fine for me.
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it seems like it, they could have eliminate, eliminated a lot of the issues if they would have done a real lockdown. Uh-huh. But they didn't. No, they did not. They did kind of like a partial lockdown Mm because no one knew what the fuck was going on. But yeah, if they would have just said. I mean, it's weird because there would have been runs on the grocery stores. There would have been, I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff going on (laughs) if they said everyone has to stay home for two weeks. Like no reason to leave other than if you need to go to the hospital.
1: That's the thing, though. You can't lock down a society like that. Yeah. You know, that's just not you can't do that. Yeah. No matter what, even if you did put it into effect, you people are going to be like, "Really, make me?" And like the homeless people—that's
0: right? what we're seeing now, for sure.
1: No one, you know, you can't lock society down like that. They're trying. They're doing a real good fucking job at trying, though.
0: They're trying, mm-hmm. but the crazy thing is, like, it became a political issue. Hella, they and i've talked to people about this like it there after after this like it seemed like in the beginning like oh you know what maybe we can all come together and like do something as a whole to mm-hmm. like make our lives better but after a few weeks no 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 i believe it, it became uh, with all the masks mm-hmm. um and the protests and everything that's going on, it became a crazy. political issue. So, crazy. and people there are there are a number of people in the world, and especially in America, that want to say "fuck you." I'm not going to do what you tell me to. Yeah, regardless of whether or not it saves lives. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people that just mm-hmm. don't want to be told what to do. There is, yes, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, stupid. Whatever. Yeah. Let me ask you this: If they make a vaccine, would you get it?
0: Uh, we talked about this with Fargo and Pondo. Um, oh, I
1: didn't get that far.
0: I don't know that I would. I don't think I would either. Yeah. It.
1: <laughs> well, how about the kids? Would you let the kids?
0: I don't think. I don't think uh, there's been enough testing. Mm-mm. Like, how do? You, uh, yeah. I mean, that's gonna take like fucking years and years and years. I don't. I, I think there are some people out there that have sinister. Uh, sinister plans to mm-hmm. control or eliminate or do whatever they need to do to um, force our population into something. But there are also a lot of people that are trying to do good things. Yeah. And even if they came up with the best vaccine possible that would eliminate uh, COVID, you can't. You can't force. 300 million people to do one thing, what if something's fucked up Mm -hmm. and everyone dies?
1: Mm -hmm. Ooh, scary zombie shit. Fuck, man. This is apocalyptic shit.
0: They can't. There's no No, control. They can't fucking. (laughs) No, they can't do it.
1: Yeah. No, they can't. And this is the thing, too. People get the flu vaccine, but still get the flu. Yeah. You know, it's just not as bad, but it still spreads like. Crazy, you yeah. know. So yeah. it's like
0: I, I don't know. It's a bad situation. It is, and it's so crazy that it's happening. Because, I mean, six months ago, everything was fucking butterflies and rainbows,
1: right? It's like the Maroon Five song. Remember, <laughs> sing it. <laughs>
0: I can't sing, sing it. it. I don't know it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I probably heard it. Maybe <laughs> he bad. was onto something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's so weird. That we're at this place and you want to be respectful of other people. Exactly. And you also want to not just dive into all the things that you've heard because the other problem is that there's so much misinformation. Really is.
1: I was on it for a while. Like I would watch the news and, you know, catch up on the... I follow like the CDC on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I would follow like the numbers and the counties and how it was spreading and where and what. And then I was just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. I'm just not going to do this to myself anymore because I'm wasting my fucking time. It's stupid. I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's it's not worth uh, getting yourself all worked I, up. Yeah. Like yeah. we talked about, you can't control it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what are you going to do? Exactly.
0: So, yeah, it seems to me that you, if you have some sort of underlying condition or mm-hmm. something that would make you susceptible to acquiring it mm-hmm. and, and having some sort of serious health effect, yeah. then you should chill at home. Like, a good example is my grandma. Like, mm-hmm. I go to see my grandma every single summer for 36 years. Aww.
1: 35
0: years, because I'm 36. I didn't go this summer. Yeah. Yeah, because... I'm not worried about it, but she is. Yeah. And she and for
1: her, she should be, yeah. Well,
0: and the crazy thing is, like, we – it was just two weeks ago. We made the decision not to go there, and she said to me and the rest of my family, she's mm-hmm. like, I would rather have you guys come here and me get sick and die and get to see you all than not see you.
1: Fucking grandma. And
0: I'm like, wow. that, that's hardcore. Like, yeah. she – this is this is the effect that this is having on mm-hmm. everybody. It's like you realize how much you need human interaction yep. with the people that you're used to seeing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma was the same way. Don't care. You know. Roll the dice. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's
0: just yeah.
1: Shoot. Yeah. Grandma's got wisdom.
0: <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm. She still wants me to come down. I might go see her in a few weeks.
1: You should. Definitely before. I want to, but like, it's. what like, if, what if? You can't, you can't do that. See, it sucks though. That. What
0: if, what if I go down and see her and then she dies a month later? What
1: if you don't and she dies a month later?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's up to her, but. You never
1: know. And here's the thing. If it's like, I don't know if it's like a spiritual religious thing or whatever, but I used to, to be really afraid of death and of dying and of getting sick. And I would stress out, especially after the kids were first born. I was just, you know, you have these other lives that you have to care for. And all of a sudden, like, life becomes super important, right? And so I would freak out, I was really anxious about a lot of things, like just whatever. But I've realized now that I'm gonna die when I'm gonna die. Yeah. And that's just it. And there, no one knows when, and no one knows how, you know i just it is what it is that's kind of
0: yeah and that, maybe
1: it's reckless i don't know but for me personally i can't focus on what if yeah anymore you know
0: that's the point that i have reached within mm-hmm. the last few years of my life yeah uh, when you're young and you're growing up and you think you know you think you're supposed to get married and have kids and have the house and mm-hmm. have a job and you yeah. go you go to Hawaii once a year and everything's <laughs> fucking magical. Some of
1: us go to Hawaii once a year.
0: And <laughs> sorry, I try to go. I have mm-hmm. family there, so it's yeah. different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, but you, you have this idea of what life is supposed to be like, and then you hit your thirties, yeah. like us, and you're like, oh, well. plot twist. Yeah, yeah. It didn't quite work out the way I thought it was mm-hmm. going to. Yeah. And uh, I was scared of so much mm-hmm. for so long. And I was very apprehensive of what people thought about me. Yep. Even though I tried to act like I didn't mm-hmm. care, I really did. We all care. Well, yeah. we I mean, I still do now, too. Yeah. But, like, just within the last few years after going through the divorce and everything, mm-hmm. I just hit this point where I'm like, you know what? I'm potentially halfway dead, and I would rather do all the things I want to do mm-hmm. now than, than be 80 years old and regret not doing them. Yeah. You know You're somebody. i ca-
1: I wish I would have got on that flight, or I wish I would have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, whenever you read people's, uh, when they when they go back over their life and they talk about everything that happened, they always mm-hmm. say, I regret not doing this or I regret not calling back this person or talking to my friend or
1: yeah.
0: going on some crazy vacation with my best friend or whatever like I don't want to be that person that regrets anything so anybody calls me up and asks me to do something I just say yes now good it's it's fucking right it's cliche but like that that Jim Carrey movie where uh, called yes man
1: yeah. Where he says no to and everything. Say, yeah.
0: And then he just starts saying yes. It's mm-hmm. like, that's where I'm at right now. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like yeah. somebody asked me to do something. I'm going to try it. All right. Let's go to Nashville. Yeah. We were supposed to. Well, fucking come on. <laughs> you keep saying, COVID. oh, no, I don't know.
1: It's open now. No, you Google right now is Broadway open. Mm hmm. Because if it is, we can go <laughs> next week. That's why I bought those plane tickets to New Orleans for a fucking hell.
0: Bar's now open in Nashville.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What date is that? August 26, 2020. Yeah, so you told me that you were going there, and yeah. I, I couldn't go because it, it was my week with the kids. Right. Uh, so I said no at that point, but then I texted you back, and I was like, hey. Because I
1: didn't have anyone to go with.
0: I was like, hey, did you go to Nashville? And you're like, uh, COVID. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> at that time, when did I get those? that ticket I think I was supposed to go in January no April no oh,
0: you know you asked me to go in April
1: yeah it was April
0: April 25th and or something so
1: it was uh right before or right yeah it was right before they shut us down mm-hmm. and I remember my mom was like or no my sister uh Sarah mm. was like uh I want to go but I'm not gonna go yeah because they're closing everything down and I was like well I don't care I don't it's not real. I'm living my life. I'm going. So I bought the tickets. They were super cheap. It was just one ticket because it's just me, but it, it was super cheap. Yeah. And then a week later, all this stuff happened. And I was like, shit, goddammit. And yeah. I felt stupid for being like, I'm just going to go and live my life. Well, I was like, well, now what am I going to do?
0: You could have gone and lived your life if they wouldn't have shut down everything there. That, that was that sucked. was Yeah, that was And thing. I also
1: don't want to go alone. So you're coming with me. Yeah. You've been before.
0: Right? I went on a business trip, mm-hmm. and it was cool. It is a very unique place, especially that street. Uh, is Broadway. it Broadway? Yeah. yeah,
1: Broadway is Nashville. Bourbon is New Orleans.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they. I had never been to a place like that that had constant live music
1: see, all hours of the go. day.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really cool.
1: My mom went. Really? Yeah. Sent me mean? Recently? Of, yeah, she went last year. Go yeah. visit
0: Aaron. No, the, the crazy thing about that street in Nashville, we went there and I was there for like six or seven days and I was working so we could only go do things at night. Mm-hmm. But we went out on like a Monday night where most places in the world are dead. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody goes out on a Monday night. It's fucking packed yeah. on a Monday night. And you go inside every bar and there are some shitty bands, but for the most part, there's so many musicians in mm-hmm. that area that are yeah. trying to get a spot mm-hmm. they're all really they might be playing covers or whatever, but they're really good musicians, yeah, and we went into this bar and it was uh it was like a four or five piece, and all the dudes had gray goatees and gray hair, or they were bald they're yeah. all like over 55 years old uh-huh. and they were killing it i bet they were so good and oh, i was i was sitting there watching them play as like a fan of music yeah and i didn't even like the song they were playing but i was like this
1: guy's fucking killing it right mm-hmm. now right yeah that's a misconception too i think well you know country music well it's country music why would i want i don't like country music i'm like i'm pretty sure it's everything music it's called music city it's not just country, yeah. probably the majority of it, but there's blues, there's rock. Yes.
0: You know, yeah. there's both.
1: Mm-hmm. You just have to be a music lover. I love all music, though.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. And you can appreciate mm-hmm. a talented yeah. guitarist without enjoying the song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That. We we went into this one place where uh, y- you walk in and it looks like a fairly small venue, but then we we continued walking in, Mm -hmm. and they had different tiers. Yeah,
1: I've heard that. And And you can go in and out and then wrap around into the other one, and they stay open to like, 4 in the morning or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Insane. Yeah. That's my spot. It's cool.
1: I got to go. Okay.
0: You still got the ticket, right? You just got to rebook it?
1: Uh, No, I have credit Hmm. or something. They sent me a thing. It got changed anyways. I think
0: you have to rebook within – Nine a year or something, yeah, something
1: like, like that. It's like I think it was. It better be. I have to check.
0: I when we had to cancel our tickets to L.A. for August, uh, Alaska Airlines said I had to rebook by like May or something. I don't. I don't have yeah. to go in May. I just have to rebook it by May.
1: Mine's just credit, so I could change it and be like, okay, I changed my mind. I want to use this yeah. Yeah. towards going somewhere else. Well, that's it was a, only like one hundred and thirty-seven dollars.
0: That's the cool thing about. I mean, if you can take any positive from what's going on right now, like you can fly. So cheap. Anywhere. Like you could go to Vegas right now for 80 bucks. Yeah. You just can't
1: do anything There's when you get to... there. I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas. But yeah, I bought three plane tickets to New Orleans for $650.
0: You bought 3 Mm-hmm. You, you got two other people?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? hmm Cool.
1: I don't know if we're actually going to go, though.
0: Yeah. When is that? October. October. For Halloween, 30th, you said, mm-hmm, right? For
1: Halloween. It was a very spontaneous, fly of the moment, one of those, I'm living my life kind of things. Yeah. You know, and I want to go, let's go. And my friend was like, all right. So I was like, bring your boyfriend too and bought the tickets. And she was like, what the fuck? On Halloween, I have kids. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. You'll figure it out.
0: That's the benefit of having a cell phone that will allow you to buy shit. Oh, it's when so you're bad. When you're drunk <laughs> at like so 11 bad. o'clock at night, you're like, what? I have bought stuff before and woken up the next day and been like, what did I do
1: last night? I I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up going through my email and it was like Southwest. And I was like, son of a bitch, I did it. And then I text my friend.
0: I did it again. I
1: text my friend and I'm like, why are you such a horrible friend? You literally sat there and watched me do this. And you could have been like, don't. Yeah. You know? But she was like, yeah, sure, fine. (laughs) You know? I'm like, you're a horrible friend. That was a really shitty thing.
0: Yeah. Well, spontaneity is cool.
1: And it was cheap, so if we go, uh, you know, we go. If we don't, we we'll never. Whatever. Yeah.
0: 2020, fucking dumpster fire.
1: That sounds so crazy, 2020, you know? that? Imagine t- 20 years ago, we were still in high school.
0: I remember 20 years ago. It was... Uh, I don't remember. It yet. was 1999. I don't remember. Shit. It was
1: Y2K. K. do don't remember shit.
0: I had to explain to my kids because they were asking me about it. They're like, "What is Y2K?" Yeah, I was like, "Oh, it's this thing that everybody thought was gonna like blow up the world, and then nothing happened?" And everybody yeah. listened to that Prince song.
1: Yeah, that was fun. You know, I didn't pay much mind to that shit either. Yeah. And I was—I don't even know where I was in high school, really. I a lot of people tell me, "Oh, do you remember this?" No. Do you remember this person? No. I don't. You're hanging out you. with me. No, I don't remember them. I remember you and well, everyone good. else, but I mean, there's a lot of shit that I don't really remember.
0: Yeah. That's the cool thing about hanging out with people from back in the day is I hear stories all the time where they're like, yeah, you you did this, Maxwell, and you jumped off this car and you did this other thing. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I probably did that. Yeah. No, I don't really
1: remember a lot. No? best. Not really. Mm, I don't know. Is
0: that good or bad?
1: I don't know. I remember the basics. but Did you
0: have fun? Do you remember it as a positive I thing? I had
1: fun experiences. I had some fun, yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it a positive experience. No? No. no. Um, but I had fun times, yeah. you know. We had fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Duh.
1: I think it was really when I, uh, we got out of high school that most of the fun started.
0: Yeah, you
1: know when we all moved here.
0: Those are good years. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't get it until, until later. You're like, oh shit, man! Like I should have enjoyed that more. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I do reflect on that and just kind of been like, I wish I would have just been more present in yeah. my own life at that time. You know, um, my own. You know. High school experience, but I fucking hated that place. Yeah, hated it so much. I hated the people there. I was just like, no, I, no, I hated being in that building. Yeah, couldn't stand it
0: because of it, it. It was it felt oppressive to you or what? Yeah, yeah.
1: I was pretty much it to me. It was like I was getting you know. Well, I was mad at a lot, but it was kind of like. I just wanted to rebel. And it was like, you can't make me be here. Yeah. Make me. What are you going to do? And so, you know, it's like, bye. Yeah. I was an asshole. Complete fucking asshole.
0: Yeah. Me too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You were not.
0: I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. I tried.
1: It's good that you weren't, though, because, you know, you turned out all right.
0: Yeah. Well, so did you. Right? Yeah.
1: I'm okay. Shit could have gone like real wrong.
0: A lot of things could have gone south for mm-hmm. you and I, and a lot of people we know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I am very fortunate, actually, to you know, yeah, have gone through what I went through,
0: and mm-hmm.
1: you know, I'm okay.
0: It's crazy. They say, I mean, it's so cliche. You hear it all the time, and in movies and everything. Mm-hmm. What what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But like, it's, it's a
1: Nietzsche quote. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's so true. It is. You you need some sort of struggle. You need some sort of
1: life experience. Yeah. yeah. You gotta. What's another cliche saying? What is it? You gotta go through shit to grow through shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
0: It is true. Yeah. You gotta you gotta make mistakes to mm-hmm. learn from them.
1: Yeah, and if I hadn't done the shit. That I did and experienced what I experienced. I wouldn't be having the job that I have right now. Yeah. You know, so.
0: True. Yeah. I'm thankful for it. That makes you mm-hmm. an expert on some of the things that, that those people are going through, right? I wouldn't
1: say an expert, mm-hmm. but I think it's something that I think I was also meant to do. hmm Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is. I've always just had a natural kind of thing for helping people, you know, Um, probably from watching my mom for so many years as well.
0: Yeah. She took me through DUI diversion. mm
1: -hmm. As well as some other people I know. Yeah. 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 And she's very good at what she does. And same with her. Had she not gone through the shit that she went through, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't, you know, have... The awesome job that she does now.
0: Mm-hmm. She's still doing that? Yeah. 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 And so do you do you want to elaborate on what you do or? Yeah, we yeah. can.
1: So I guess my technical job title is I'm an engagement specialist mm-hmm. at a shelter for a nonprofit agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we do like affordable housing, rent assistance. We have family advocates that go out and help people get homes, uh, like energy assistance things like that, it's it's shitty because I love what I do. I love social services. I love the participants at my work. I love my coworkers. But you start to see the flaws within the systems. The system that is supposed to be building people up, but at the same time can really hinder a lot of people's process. Like, you know, we don't have any mental health resources for them at all. So to me, it just baffles me how we're doing all of this work, right, with these people that need more than what we are giving them. Yeah. So we're giving them a shelter. We're giving them a place to stay. But what about all the other stuff? There's no wraparound services whatsoever. And it just it annoys You're
0: me. You're saying once they're released, there's no follow-up or anything?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's up to them to advocate for themselves. But say a participant comes in, we don't know what if they have any kind of mental health issues. We don't know. And I've been in a few experiences... Where I think the person is totally fine, totally normal. They present themselves as totally normal. And you go about your business and then you realize, holy shit, you're paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah. And we don't know that until they show us the signs.
0: Until they snap or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, it's just, whoa. And it's not safe. It's not safe for them and it's not safe for us. Yeah, for sure. Because we don't know how to, you know, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm just an engagement specialist. I have a peer support specialist certificate, all that. But that's only like, that took me two weeks to mm-hmm. get, you know, people go to school for two years, four years to get, you know, certified in behavioral health.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We need those people yeah. like on site because a lot of these women in my work are suffering and it sucks.
0: And so you're, you're seeing a lot of homeless people from the streets coming oh, yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we have a process they get referred to through a system and then they can go to our women's shelter or our family shelter or us.
0: So there's obviously a significant issue with homelessness in Portland mm-hmm. and I mean all across the country. It seems like it is more allowed in a lot of the more liberal cities in mm-hmm. terms of like tent cities and stuff like that. Yeah and there's a lot of people who are pretty negative on it and mm-hmm. frown upon it and stuff mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like anybody's really trying to make it better in any way no and so you're you're on the inside mm-hmm. and you're interacting with these people who yeah. are struggling and they don't have money they don't have jobs mm-hmm. a lot of them have mental yes i'm going to say like 95% of the population does yeah, yeah. and Do do you have an answer? Like if you had all the money in the world and you could figure it out, do you have any idea what we should do?
1: No, No? exactly. That's the thing. I don't know if there is an answer. I do know what there needs to be more focus. And people can say, well, people are houseless for a reason or they're houseless for uh, they lost their job, things like that, unfortunate circumstances. All true. But I think observing from my job and from living in Portland this long the majority of these people are addicts that's the simple truth and that could piss a lot of people off mm-hmm. but that's my truth that's mm-hmm. what i see that's who i deal with you know it's and there's no help for them so i think if there was more you know help trying to get people sober Instead of getting them housed first, you know, because it's a cycle. It really is.
0: Well, and that's a difficult part about addiction is like mm-hmm. those, those people are like, they're at the end of the chain. Yes. Like when you're that far into it, mm-hmm. you can't function yeah. without it. Right. And that's the other thing I don't think a lot of people understand is that you're not really making that decision. Right. So, like the substance is making the decision. Like you don't actually want to be addicted mm-hmm. to something, but like you're... You need it, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And you can't make people. We all know. If they want to change, then they have to want to change. But we do like an intake process, which is a form. You know, you have to do your ROI and everything. A little bit of information about them and tell them the rules and the guidelines and stuff. And there's a little section that says, do you have any mental health or any drug or alcohol abuse problems? Mm -hmm. They can lie and they can say no. Right? We don't know. I
0: would no. Don't yeah. look at me. Yeah. I'm not telling you shit. So what, what? What is their? What is their intent when they come? They just want to have a place to sleep. Yep. They can come, sign up, fill out whatever the fuck they want on the form, mm-hmm. and they'll get a place to sleep.
1: Yeah. It's a whole process though. That we we ha- it's all referral based mm-hmm. for our agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a system called two one one that they have to call and go through the whole process, and mm-hmm. then the county reaches out to all of these people, and we um, they'll you know see our bed tracking list and what rooms we have available. And then they call us up basically and say, Hey, here's your new
0: person. But the, it seems the positive part of this whole process is that these people that are coming to you, they, they want help, right? Some. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, some, there's also a lot of participants that are comfortable doing it, being homeless and being well living in shelter. Yeah. Because you get fed, you get a room, you get to do whatever the hell you want. So I work at a low barrier shelter. So they can go, get fucked up, come back, obviously fucked up, and we don't do shit about it. It's fine. And they just go back into their room and they sleep and they get their food and they get a shower and, you know, score. Yeah. So a lot. there are some... That take advantage of the system. And I hate to say it, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are those that also are out there hustling and advocating for themselves and trying to get themselves housed. Yeah. And do what they have to do uh, to get their kids back and, you know, stay clean. Things like that.
0: So a potential solution would be if there were more mental health doctors to to work with people.
1: Yep. I Uh, think it would be great if like... In my mind, if I was going through an intake with someone and they said, yes, I'm addicted to this. And then at that point, I could say, do you need resources? Do you want help? And then I could call someone, you know, and get them in some sort of program.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because even if you can get that spark of, yes, I need some help and we could provide that. Or at least have a counselor come and talk to them and get them into meetings or whatever they need to do. That's something. Yeah. It's better than nothing. But we literally offer nothing mm-hmm. in that aspect. Yeah. Other than, here's your room. Here's your food. You know, and that's, it's hard. I mean, I've gotten kind of attached to some of the ladies. I, oh, love, I, them. I love them. I love them. Oh, bet. my God. And it's really hard because we do room checks when I have to go around, you know, and you go into someone's room and they're passed out on the floor and you don't know if they're ODing or not, you know, and I've found needles and I've had to exclude someone that I really, really like because of the shit. And then it's like in my hands that this woman's got to go back on the street for three days yeah. and we don't know if she's going to come back Yeah. because every time that happens, you're rolling the dice on a person's life. And I don't want to be in charge of that, you know, but we do have to follow the rules. You can't, you know.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. So of, it's hard. That's a lot of responsibility. It is.
1: I excluded one woman who I also really liked, found like a bunch of dope baggies in her room. And I was like, God damn it. So I told her, you know, this is what I have to do. And she was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And she didn't come back for an extra day. And I was scared. I was like, shit, if I find out like that this woman doesn't come back This is gonna be on my conscience like forever yeah you know but she did come back eventually but it's it's That's hard good. yep
0: um yeah and i mean i don't know a lot about mental illness but it seems like there's a lot of people that you might not be able to do anything for
1: oh yeah there is i've i've called like We have an elderly woman who calls all the time. She's like in her 70s. Pretty sure she has dementia. But again, I don't know. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to know any of that. And she'll call um, the office repeatedly and say there's people in her walls and in the cracks and scary stuff. Yeah. It's scary. And I'm like, what can I do? There's nothing I can do except so, for talk to her.
0: Yeah. So you're, you're on the receiving phone mm-hmm. call end. So if people just yeah. call in with, with concerns or whatever, you're the one that picks up the phone.
1: Yeah. The yeah. participant, they, they can call the lobby. It's like I work in a hotel.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So they can call the lobby and we'll answer it. And if they're having an episode and we just kind of have to really talk them down, mm-hmm. that's all we can do is just talk to them. Yeah. You know, um, but it's like a lot of time, I don't know how to tell you, I don't know how to tell, like, a 70-year-old woman that what she's hearing is not true. Yeah. You know, that there is no little boy outside her window. You know, things like that. This is shit for professionals. Yeah. You know, and... Why this woman's in a shelter and not in an assisted living facility, I don't know.
0: Well yeah, they don't have access to professionals, right? No. You're <laughs> No. You're the default professional. Yeah. yeah. And I have
1: a list of like resources, so like, you know, we have um we can call and reach out. Yeah. To people and to places, but that's it.
0: You're kinda almost like a nine one one dispatcher.
1: Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. We call nine one one all the time. So. Yeah. Well,
0: mm-hmm. I mean like People call you as mm-hmm. though they're calling nine one one, right?
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's intense because you don't, you don't ever know what's going to happen when yeah. you go to work.
1: Yeah, it's strange. There's one I never know. That's why I kind of love it though, because it keeps me busy. Yeah, it's not meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not pushing carts at Safeway. Yeah, you know, stealing, what's wrong with that? Stealing beer and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That is a noble profession, actually. I did that, remember? That was fun. (laughs) Me too. Stealing beer from stuff. You know, it has a purpose. Yeah. And I go home completely mentally exhausted. Oh, yeah. It gets really fucking heavy. Yeah. But I love it at the same time.
0: So is it a good position that you're in, or would you transition to something where you were more...
1: I might... I wouldn't maybe move up the ladder a bit, you know, more managerial. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But that's heavy stuff too. You gotta deal with the county and the county are pricks.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Multnomah?
1: Yeah. So, our contract, before we signed the contract with them, um, they had run of the shelter of the motel. And they were, and this is, I think, partly what's wrong with this city. They were giving the women rigs.
0: Rigs? Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's a pack of needles, a cap, a swab, and a band. It's it's called harm reduction kits.
0: Everything you need so you can go shoot up without using a dirty needle. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because they call it harm reduction. So that way they can continue to use, not get sick and OD. Okay. Right? And they're using clean needles. So every room had those kits like a fucking mint on your pillow. And they were bringing them with their food to their door, doing all of their laundry for them. They had someone going around and picking up all of their laundry. And doing it for them. And we had to go in there and go, no, no, no. Give me the kids. We took so many kids out of their rooms.
0: That doesn't make any sense. It's like they're not interacting with you. They're doing whatever they want, and you guys have to clean up the mess.
1: Yeah, well, when we went in there, because our, you know, contract started. So we went in there and had our own set of rules and guidelines, and the women were pissed. And they were scared because they were like, who are these people coming in here, giving us all these rules, taking our shit away, not doing our laundry for us anymore, not bringing us our food to our rooms? Who are the fuck are you guys? You know, it's like, well, now we're here. So,
0: well, so tell me if you can. Is there is there a benefit to giving people needles so they can use clean needles or is that just enabling?
1: I mean, I think that depends on who you are and what your opinion is. In my opinion, no. I wouldn't do that. Other people believe in that. They believe in harm reduction. Like have you heard about Seattle doing the safe spots
0: where you can go shoot up like at a park or something. But a nurse does it for you. I've kind of heard about that, yeah. Yeah.
1: They have these places where you can go with your shit and a nurse will shoot you up.
0: You bring your own heroin
1: or something like that.
0: So it's not like they supply the right. drugs. No, but they're they just they will have shoot a nurse it up for you
1: so that you don't Use a dirty needle and things like that.
0: See, I don't know enough about it. It seems like it's mm-hmm. good because it reduces transmission of mm-hmm. HIV or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is.
1: I don't either. I mean, I have my own personal um, thoughts about that. But other people, you know, disagree, and that's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, there's also an argument for the fact that something is illegal makes people want to do it and if you decriminalized or even um uh made everything legal and available Mm -hmm. that less people would do it which i don't know if (laughs) i don't know if that's the case for (laughs) i don't know if that's the case for super addictive drugs like heroin Mm -hmm. but i mean there's a lot of people that make a lot of money off of illegal shit. Exactly. Uh, the prohibition is a perfect example mm-hmm. that completely made uh, Al Capone and, and I mean, tons of people super rich. So people rich. people were still drinking, yeah. And a lot of people were drinking shitty booze and fucking dying. Yeah, that happened too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying we should legalize heroin, legal legalize cocaine or something. But there's something to be said about when you make something illegal. Mm-hmm. It makes people want to do it more, and they'll also search out shittier ways of doing it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can can see that.
0: It's just that – I've never done it before, but I – from everyone I've ever talked to who Mm -hmm. has done it, it's like the best thing that Mm -hmm. can ever happen.
1: Yeah, I haven't either, and I won't because I know myself too well.
0: Yeah, because Mm -hmm. to be able to to do something that would take you to that spot Mm – Like, you can't achieve it at any other portion of your life. Right. Like, that's the ultimate.
1: Yeah. That's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pills.
0: Yeah, I mean. Too. Yeah. You know? We, I don't know. We're
1: finally, finally, I think barricading down on that mm-hmm. well that's the,
0: that's the issue with oxycontin right Is uh-huh. people were you can't
1: get shit that easy anymore
0: people were getting tons of pills mm-hmm. and getting hooked on those and mm-hmm. then if they couldn't get pills anymore they'd start doing heroin
1: exactly yeah that's exactly what happened
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i mean the pharmaceutical companies made a ton of money they
1: make so much money yeah big pharma yeah that's there's so much money in that
0: Yeah, so in the meantime, we've got people all over on the streets that um, are mentally ill or Mm -hmm. addicted to drugs. Yeah. And the people that are upset are disappointed because you see all these tents all over the place and then there's fucking dirty needles. Like, I... Mm-hmm. um when when my job was at a different spot in Portland over in Southeast Portland I used to walk around and smoke cigarettes and there was a spot just like on a normal corner underneath mm-hmm. a tree where I'd see needles all the time uh-huh, like, 100% yeah stacks of them and stuff mm-hmm. and um so there are there's obviously an issue that we need to address but it doesn't seem like It doesn't seem like anybody can really make a dent in it.
1: I think it's out of control. And again, yeah, there is no answer. I don't think it's going to get better because I think it would have by now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. That's why I want to get the fuck out of Portland. (laughs) No, it's true, though. Me too. I feel a lot of empathy for the situation. I really... I can do like it hurts. But at the same time, I have to defend the fact that my kids are walking down the street and seeing somebody on a corner shooting up in the middle of the day. That's not okay. Remember when we used to be scared to even smoke a joint in the park in a corner? Yeah. You know, now it's like it's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal shit. But nothing. I mean, you call the cops. They're not going to do nothing. They don't do shit. Yeah. You know. They won't. So it's like, that's, you know, what? There's no answer. There really isn't. And it's very frustrating.
0: Seems like somebody could figure it out, but I don't know why they have
1: to take it. A-
0: in in my mind, it seems like if you were Bezos or some fucking extremely wealthy person, yeah. Ga- Bill Gates or whatever, like maybe this is stupid and anybody listening is like, you're a fucking idiot. But it seems like you would just build a huge building mm-hmm. in the country, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe like 20 miles outside of a, of a city. Mm-hmm. And then you would go to these areas and you say, hey, we got this place for you. We're going to take you out. If you want to get clean, we're going to help you out. And you drive those people out on a school bus. Yeah. You put them in this place. You have a bunch of doctors to talk to them, uh, figure it out, help them um, kick whatever habit they mm-hmm. have. I don't know. It yeah. seems like it would cost a lot of money. That's the thing. But it would, money but money, it would, money. But it would benefit society.
1: People don't give. A, they don't give a shit about society. They you well, know, they the, want to
0: complain about it. The hater ups. They want to complain about. Oh yeah. Uh, various places where there's a bunch of people living underneath the bridge, but do. nobody wants to do anything about it. Yeah. And the other thing is like, you can't, as far as I know, at least in Portland, they don't have the ability, the police officers, they don't have the ability to remove people.
1: Yeah.
0: Or if they do, it's only temporary because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people down by the place I work yeah. where they'll just have vans and campers and all kinds of shit just strung out along the street mm-hmm. and they'll come through and move them out
1: They'll just be right back.
0: They'll go to a different street. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're still a block away. Yeah. And then they'll go back. Yeah, you know, a couple of They're not later. doing
1: anything. They're just no. moving it around. It's like yeah. the person outside my house that I cursed at and now I'm scared for my house. Yeah. You know? But it's like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Call the cops? Mm-hmm. Tell them that this person just threatened my house.
0: Yeah.
1: Where I have my children. They're not gonna do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: What? Tell them to move?
0: Well, it's also a we'll shitty time. Back? It's also a shitty time to be a cop.
1: very. I know. everything is just uh, Have you been downtown?:
0: No. Uh, well, I take it back. I hadn't been downtown. I used to have to go there all the time for work mm-hmm. uh, to go to different venues and stuff. and yeah. then I didn't go down there for like three months, and this whole fucking thing just escalated. Yeah, and
1: and it keeps going.
0: Well, I didn't really really know what was going on. I'd only just talked to a few people about yeah. it, and I drove through there a couple weeks ago just to see the courthouse or the federal the justice center, the, the federal, federal building. Yeah, J- c- just because I wanted to see the graffiti and the mm-hmm. uh, the barricades and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it it looks pretty bad. And the the worst part is for. Well, it's bad for a lot of people, but it's the worst for all the business owners down there who got windows smashed and nobody wants to go down there anymore. No. I don't know anybody that goes downtown Portland Mm. because they're just, at least in that concentrated area, they, I don't know if they're concerned they're going to get beat up or whatever, but it's just like, it's just like, oh, there's some shit going on down there. I'm just, I'm not going to go around there. And so all those businesses around there, they're all suffering. Mm -hmm.
1: The whole economy. It's. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to bounce back from this.
0: Portland's not looking good.
1: It's not. And you remember when it was like, yeah, Portland is the place to be. Yeah. And we were so stoked to get the fuck out of the Mm Dallas and be here and free and strip clubs and things that, you know, we could do. (laughs) Now it's like, I ain't going to the fucking, no, I don't want to get shot.
0: Yeah. Shit, you know.
1: Things like that. Like, where's the, you know, where did, where, what's the one? can't remember C D strip club downtown no
0: in so, southeast uh dream on yeah <laughs>
1: i would not step a fucking foot in that place now <laughs> you know we shouldn't have stepped a foot in there back in the <laughs> no, day no we should not no that place is gross <laughs> but could you imagine how worse well,
0: that's not even downtown no no that's
1: fucking rockwood where i used to work <laughs> it's like fucking rockwood yeah and oh my god but the,
0: like there's a, there's a benefit to progressive ideology mm-hmm. and and liberal ideas, but sometimes you can go too far. And I think Portland's extremist. gone too far.
1: Yeah, it's an extremist state. It's trying so it's hard. It's either this way or that way, and it's all extreme. There's yeah. no in the middle. Yeah. Well, you and know? then
0: you you have people protesting downtown mm-hmm. Portland yeah. who are supporting a worthy cause and trying to make a difference. Very much But then you get these crazy fucking hardcore people who just want to destroy stuff.
1: Fucking be idiots. And they come down
0: there and- Make
1: a real bad name for everybody else that is out there actually fighting for a fucking cause. They spray
0: paint and they smash windows Mm -hmm. and they steal all kinds of computers and shit from Mm -hmm. the Apple store. Start fires. Start fires. Mm -hmm. And then you get these hardcore right-wing people who come Mm -hmm. in and are like, yeah, this this Trump's America, and bar we're left, gonna right, yeah. we're we're gonna protect it, and okay. then it just devolves into mm-hmm. like this crazy thing, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, that's why
1: I stay away because I can't, you know, I can't I can't get myself too involved, or I'll end up an extremist and be like, "Fuck yeah. you guys," you know? Yeah. Um, I think. Portland, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I want to move. Let's move. You want to go to Sandy? I
0: want to move. Sandy, country? If I could afford a house in Sandy, I'd already be there. Montana? Montana's nice. I want to go to
1: Montana. Have
0: you been there? No. I haven't been anywhere. I've been to Bozeman and Helena, and they're beautiful. I would go to Montana.
1: Yeah. It's probably expensive. No way.
0: You buy like like half the state for 100 bucks. How much is
1: minimum wage there, though?
0: Mm. (laughs) Probably like $11. They probably don't have a minimum wage. (laughs) They're like, fuck you guys. Yeah.
1: No, I would definitely, I want to go there. Yeah. Cabin, Alaska too, I've thought about.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just get
1: the fuck out. I'm done.
0: The thing you have to do is you have to find some sort of way of making money that doesn't tie you to a major city. Right. Yeah. Once you figure that out, you do whatever you want.
1: See, I think my job, and I've thought about this because I do want to leave. So I think right now I have enough experience in the field that I've been in to be able to take that somewhere else. You know, like I could go apply for jobs anywhere now. Sure. You know, social services, everybody needs that.
0: You know, there's a, there's a huge concern with the future and what professions will get replaced by mm-hmm. AI and mm-hmm. robots. <laughs> and you know what? The ones that deal with human interaction mm-hmm. are the ones that are safe. And you deal with humans. I do. So you could you could basically trans, transmute, transmit, whatever. You could take that and go anywhere with it. It's yeah. the same. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with like being a nurse. Yeah, that's like one of the best the best jobs you can have right now because mm-hmm. you can't get a robot to do that.
1: Same. Yeah. It fucking robot. Could you imagine? What do you do? Tell me exactly your the layout of Maxwell's day at work.
0: Mm, well, I mean it differs. And that's one of the reasons that I enjoy it so much is because it is, it's never the same. Okay. But it's basically, I mean, the way I always explain it to people is I do all the stuff that you would see at a concert. Right. But for corporate people.
1: Okay. So it sounds boring. Sorry. No, that's fine.
0: It is very boring sometimes. So do
1: you do like banquets, like when the big wigs are doing banquets? Not right now. Shit like that. Not right now. Oh, yeah.
0: No, right now, the industry I'm in is decimated. Mm. Uh, I'm friends with two guys who own a lighting company Mm -hmm. and they do big shows. They do like real concerts, uh, huge lighting rigs, um, hanging all the lights, programming them, and then doing the show for not Taylor Swift, but like people. A list. Yeah. Concerts, you know, like they did Sasquatch three years in a row out in the gorge. Those guys uh, usually make a lot of money. This year, they've done like one show.
1: Yeah, no the, concerts.
0: No, you can't do concerts. You it's can't, another thing. You I can't got do concert
1: tickets that got canceled. Yeah,
0: you can't do anything where there's a crowd of more than twenty people or whatever. And even then, like all the stuff that uh, I've seen people do, everybody's very conscious of six foot Mm -hmm. social distancing and wearing masks. And so the whole industry is like having to reinvent itself. And there's just a, there's a lot of zoom meetings, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah, Everybody's at home. Everyone who works for Facebook or Twitter or Microsoft or any of the major corporations, no one goes to work anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's the other crazy thing that's going to happen. I was listening to this thing the other day about people who own commercial real estate. You own commercial real estate. You're fucked. Yeah. Because no one's going to the office anymore. All Like uh, Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, said no one has to go to work anymore. What? Everyone can work from home. So How all, do you do that from a big? Because they don't need to be around each other. I mean, other than the fact that they're interacting and maybe bouncing ideas off of each other, That's there's no reason. So Everything they do is on their computer. Oh, my God. So they could do it anywhere. I didn't think of that. So no one that works for those tech companies anymore has to go to an office space. So all that office space in um, uh, San Jose or fucking um, Cupertino, like mm-hmm. nobody, oh, right. nobody has to go to the office anymore. They YouTube can do it. People from home. too. What YouTube people too? Probably. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah, all those people. So it's the 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 far reaching ramifications of what is going on has not even been felt yet. Like we're still not even through it. Yeah. The uh, it's very good for people who sell goods and services to normal people. Mm-hmm. Like Walmart, Target, Amazon. All those That's guys are killing it.
1: How come everyone can go up into Walmart, right? But my kids can't go to school. I mean, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why are there hundreds of people in fucking Walmart right now? And the bars and restaurants. And And at
0: protests.
1: At protests and everything. But kids, my kids can't go to school. They couldn't figure out a way to, you know, keep them...
0: Distanced or anything? Well, the school that my kids go to, they separated them into AM and PM well, classes. small, though, too. It's small. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's a charter school, so they're right. slightly different from all the other public schools. I miss
1: when my kids went to Arthur Academy. It.
0: It's it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And I I love the way that they have their curriculum structured because mm-hmm. my kids are basically like a grade ahead yep. of what they should be. For real. Uh, which is super cool. But they, they don't have a lot of funding. And they had to devise some sort of plan. So they have the AM and the PM, which right now they're going to do uh, via Zoom call or Google chat or whatever. Okay. So that will happen until November. But then once November hits, hopefully they can actually go learn in person. But there's are still going to be AM class and a PM class. And the mm-hmm. reason they had to do that is because of the social distancing. Yeah. Area, so that you can only have 15 kids in a class instead of 30. Perfect. So, p.m.
1: meaning like 3 p.m. Uh I think it's
0: like noon to 3. Noon to 3. Yeah.
1: It's a start, you know? Yeah, it's not it's a full day. Something. Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't... I'm very frustrated with that, but we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's, it's going to be a big deal. Like yeah. I said, uh, my family is very lucky that we have it figured out, but there's a lot of people who... They have to go to work, They'll and okay. their kids, yeah. I don't know. You yeah. either have to take them to a daycare, which, as far as I know, most daycares aren't open. Yep. Or, I don't know, maybe there's going to be a lot of people who start small businesses where they have babysitting businesses, mm. basically. But then— I was
1: thinking maybe I should just hire someone and then get them to come into my house and just sit there and make sure the kid does his fucking homework. Layla, I'm not so worried about, but Layla knew there's no fucking way.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's like a that's a thing right now. You know? Yeah. Just
1: all you need to do is make sure the kid is sitting there all day. (laughs) 8 30 to 2, that's it.
0: Sit there. It's such a crazy it's such a crazy concept though, because like that's the best part of being in school is hanging out with your friends and talking to people and interacting and like shooting spitwads at people and stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you're just supposed to stare right there at that webcam the whole time, like no one Can you imagine my brain would melt. That my kids' brains did melt when they had to just watch videos. Yeah. Uh, last April, May, and June. Yep. It was awful. They yeah, it hated was. it. Yeah. So it was Layla, so boring.
1: I hate. She loves school and she's an excellent student. And she tried. She tried really hard when they first were like, "Okay, we're doing online stuff." She mm-hmm. really did. And then at, by the end of it, she literally was like, "Mom, I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> and I was like okay she's like no i can't it's just it's impossible i'm so frustrated right now i quit and they went okay layla you can quit yeah i agree with you mm-hmm. it's too much i understand because they were like and they didn't have the system set up yeah so they were just like here do this do this do this do this and she had all these assignments and they're all due the next day and she has to sit in front of. she's a perfectionist yeah. and so it wasn't like she was just gonna you know, if they say write a five-page essay, she's writing a five-page
0: essay. Yeah.
1: She's not writing three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was like, nah, I quit. I can't do it anymore. And yeah. I was like, all right. I get it.
0: Yeah, it's stressful. I'll allow
1: it because I think it's bullshit. Yeah. And you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, you, they already told us that, you know, kids are going on to the next grade. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Quit. I would.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was really worried about that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "What are they going to do? They can't hold back an entire generation of kids. <laughs> Can you believe Can you imagine how what
1: they're going to be like in oh ten my years? God. Oh my fucking god! These poor kids. Yeah, so bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, potentially just an entire generation of kids is just going to like the next grade is going to have to be a little bit easier. Yeah. I don't know.
1: The world is ending. I swear. That's it. Bottom line." <laughs> Well, We're rapidly approaching, you know.
0: This country just... at least.
1: Oh, yeah. Well,
0: that's the other crazy thing is I am excited and also terrified to see what happens in November because there's no in between.
1: I'm so scared.
0: It It's going to be crazy. Either he's going to win and everyone on the left is going to lose their shit yep. or he's going to lose –
1: Mm-hmm. And then he's going to refuse the right to leave their shit.
0: Everyone on the right's going to lose their shit. Uh-huh. And then that, that, uh, November to January, that three month period mm-hmm. where he's still in office, but he knows he's supposed to leave. Can you imagine if he loses and he's just like, Nope, Nope. Uh, post office. Yeah, I don't uh, imagine
1: him conceding like gracefully. No. Fuck no. Oh my God. I didn't think about that.
0: No, it's going to be bad.
1: I'm so scared now.
0: It's going to be bad. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I the first election, whatever, I was like, he's not going to win. This is ridiculous. This is a shit show. This is a reality TV. I mean, he's not going to win. It's comical. I would literally just sit there and watch and laugh at the shit he would say. Some of it was so fucking funny. And then I went out on the night to a bar with a friend, and boom, he won. And I went, fuck. Are you kidding me?
0: I, I didn't did believe I did not it. think
1: that that was going to happen yeah. at all. I didn't.
0: I did not believe it.
1: And I was just like, oh my God.
0: I went to sleep that night and I woke up the next day and I was like, there's no way that happened. Right? It happened. It's it, happening. It's crazy. And every, every- well, and the crazy thing is, is that people thought it couldn't happen.
1: I and know. And has, now I'm like, am I stupid?
0: He has so much support. Mm, mm, that's what's even scary. Now, even now, I honestly think he could win again. Don't tell me that. He could totally win. It seems impossible with everything that he said and everything that he's done and the way he botched all the coronavirus response. He could totally win. Mm -hmm. People don't vote. And this is the same thing that happened in 2016 with Hillary. Yeah. Although I think in 16, there there were more likely to be women who voted for her to get the first woman in office. I think now... No one gives a fuck about Biden. Have you ever heard somebody say, I like Biden and I want to vote for him?
1: Only when, like, he was friends with Barack and they were doing the whole Joe and Barry fucking memes all over the internet because everyone was like, oh, that's endearing. They're friends and that's funny. Yeah. Two cute old guys.
0: No one cares about him. He's got Kamala, though. He does. And that's that's good for him. But what I'm trying to say is that I don't think a lot of people are gonna vote for him because they support him. They're no. gonna vote for him because they hate Trump. Yeah, exactly. And that's not a good yeah, position even to I'm be- like,
1: mm, Yeah, I'm like, eh, mediocre.
0: Yeah. I well, mean- I saw something where somebody was like, he should have picked Michelle.
1: Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That might've been a good idea.
1: No shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah. that would We would've had a chance then. <laughs> You know, no, I'm kind of right now. It's like, well, it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't.
0: Yeah. At this point, you know, if if you could say anything beneficial about Trump being in office, to me, it's that we were able to see what someone in that position is capable of, Mm -hmm. what someone is allowed to get away with. Every single day, he says something new or does something new, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, he's he's gonna get um, impeached or he's gonna get arrested." Oh he, yeah, he's gonna get so thrown. Close. Every single time he nope. does something, it does not matter. He yep. just he's like a fucking freight train that cannot be slowed down, mm-hmm. and he drives everybody crazy except his his uh, his base. But he can't be stopped, and he could nope. win again in 2020, even though all this shit happened. My the dude. only thing that will fucking kill the only thing that will stop him is dying.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, that maybe so, uh, I can't say that. Never mind.
0: I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> Money, he, though. I mean, you know. Well, that's the thing. He uh, he's a he's con fucking man. Fucking He's a con man, and mm-hmm. he's very, very good at it. Yeah. And he's conned everyone who supports him, and he's conned all the people that uh, provide um, financial support for him. So gross. He he's really good at it. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking gross. He's very gross, but he he's got the brand, and he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he he can say whatever he wants to.
1: Yeah, he can. He, and he, he does.
0: He said that thing. I can't remember if it was before he got elected or after. I think it was when he was um, going against Hillary. He said yeah. he, he could he could shoot somebody in Times Square and and kill them on the spot, and everyone would still all his support his support base would still support him, and it's totally true.
1: It is true, and for him to have the fucking audacity to even think that and then say it—that's the thing. Well, it's at like,
0: that at that point in time, as well.
1: You fucking kidding? Yeah, I didn't know he said that, but oh yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not surprised. No, he totally, totally said that,
0: and yeah. it's totally true. Yeah, it is he, true. He has, he has 30 or 35 or 40 percent of the country that refuses to. He. It's almost like a cult. Mm, it's mm-hmm. really weird.
1: Yeah. Fucking yeah, apocalypse. I'm serious. Let's go back to talking about your dating stories.
0: Oh, you want to talk about that?
1: I do. Uh,
0: Okay, so you want to talk about dating apps, I do.
1: I would like to know your experience.
0: Have you been on them?
1: Okay, yes. Not seriously, though.
0: Oh, yeah, me neither. Mm -hmm. It was just a joke.
1: No, seriously, I was just kind of messing around. And you know what happened to me?
0: You got like 40 dates?
1: No, well... Yeah, I was getting hits, but I was like, um, so many people that I
0: know. Yeah, that's awkward, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every single time, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm
0: like from the
1: Dallas, And I'm like, I am, live in Portland, um, like four of them. Uh, the last one in particular, that's how we reconnected.
0: Mm. Well, it's good for that reason then. Maybe.
1: Well, that turned out wonderful. so fuck that. That's why I'm so, like, I've thought about it. Should I mess around with it again? And now I'm like, fuck, no, not if that's going to happen again.
0: I've been considering recently getting back on there. I haven't been on since October. Okay. And I had zero luck. Which app did you use? So everybody always talks about Tinder, but... Mm -hmm. I have found that Tinder doesn't do anything for me. Isn't
1: Tinder the one that's notorious for if you just want to fuck or whatever and move on? Supposedly.
0: Didn't work out that way for me. No? No, I could not get... I don't think I've ever had anyone... No, I haven't. I've never had anyone respond to me on Tinder. So I gave up on that. The, The main one that I was using is Bumble.
1: Okay, I've heard of that
0: one. Which Bumble is good because it allows... It, so it functions the same way as Tinder like you you post profile and you swipe okay. and but with Bumble you're the, the the male is not allowed to message the female it, the female has to message first Oh really? So it puts all the um responsibility on you. Uh-huh.
1: That's okay? weird.
0: It's good because historically dudes have to chase girls, right? And okay. so Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and so on bumble, you're you're swiping and you're saying, "I like you," but then they they get to go through and they swipe and they see that you match, and then they get to decide, "Oh, this guy's a turd," or, <laughs> or this guy's awesome, I want to message him." and so i years ago, in 2017 i I got on and I was doing that, and I had four dates with two different girls. And one of them, I actually hung out with, like watched a movie with her, and all this kind of stuff. And that is so weird to me. Nothing really came of it. Um, I I liked her for like the first date, and then after that, it just I found some things that I wasn't into, and so I stopped talking to her. But then I went on this date with this other girl, and she was super cool. She was really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was successful. She worked for um, Nike bike town you know the the orange bikes that were downtown yeah she worked for them she was somehow involved with i don't know some managerial thing or something but she was super cool and i I met her at a bar uh somewhere in southeast i can't remember what it's called but we went out and in my profile like that's a that's a crazy thing about those dating apps. Is I've rewritten my profile so many times of course. to try to figure out what it is that someone is looking for, and I've, I've well, that's where you failed by rewriting it.
1: Yeah, by trying to figure out what someone else is looking for. It's not about what they're looking for. It's about what you're looking for.
0: That's true, but you all... that's that's the difficult thing is that you're trying to you're trying to per- mm-hmm. portray yourself for who you are, but you're also Trying right. to to receive attention. Mm-hmm. And so this girl, she didn't want to text. She didn't want to like get to know each other beforehand, which I thought was a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be able to meet somebody and get them to like me without talking to them first. She just wanted to meet in person instantly. And so I went and met her. And like I said, she was super cute. She was super awesome, very su- successful. Uh, but I had written in my profile that I had – I don't know if I said kids or a kid or whatever, but I wasn't Mm. real clear on it. And so I went and met her and we're having this conversation. We're getting drinks. Everything's cool. We talk for like two hours at this bar in Southeast. And then she asked me about my kid or kids. And I'm like, yeah, I have three of them. Mm. And I could see everything change. She totally lost interest after that. And I I picked up on it, obviously, because I'm not an idiot and we talked for another 20 minutes after that and we went to leave and uh she had ridden a bike there because that's what type of person she was she's somebody who rides her bike everywhere and (laughs) as she's leaving she says goodbye to me and very definitively she says i wish you i wish you luck in your future or something like like it was very clear that she didn't want to see me again. And Aww. I think I gave her a hug. I can't remember. But then I left. And for days after that, I was like, man, maybe I should text her again. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what goes on inside my head yeah. is that maybe I should keep trying. And I didn't. But that was the end of that. And that was honestly the last time that I made anything happen. It's so difficult. I've had conversations with people, w- women in particular, who – are on these apps and uh, maybe this isn't the case for all dudes, but for a 36 year old man Mm -hmm. with three kids looking the way I do. When you put yourself out there for somebody, it's so I'll swipe right on a hundred people and get a a response from like one or two. And I've had, Oh yeah. And I've had conversations with women and they're like, yeah, I only swiped right on 15 guys and they were all matches. And I'm like, that is not my experience. I
1: don't understand any of that.
0: It It is much easier for a lady to find a date on a dating app. Than
1: oh, I yeah. Do. Well, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do the fuck anything. Especially if they're hard up. I'm, Sorry. There's a lot of men out there that don't have any fucking standards. I,
0: I'm glad we got into this. And they
1: actually use the app just so that they can get it in or use... The woman for a purpose, which is to serve them somehow, whether it
0: be... Okay, but that's okay if that's what both parties are looking for.
1: Right. Oftentimes
0: it's not. There's a lot of predators out there. This is true. This is true. But there are a lot of people who are just looking to hook up. There are a lot of people who are actually looking for love. There are a lot of people just looking for friends. Mm -hmm. But for for women I feel like it's much easier for them to really pick and choose who they want to go out with
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm sure it works for somebody but it, that shit does not work for me yeah. at all and so I don't know what else to do other than like going to a grocery store and like <laughs> hitting on somebody at the grocery store but that's, you know that's the thing is like we are expected to initiate and make things happen I'm not gonna go Anywhere and get hit on by a girl. There's no. That's not true. That is not going to happen.
1: That's not true. You're okay. going to the wrong places. I'll take you some places.
0: Should I go to a different grocery store? Yeah.
1: We, yeah.
0: <laughs> Should I go to Winco instead?
1: <laughs> remember we remember our midnight Winco trips? Oh yeah, those are fun. I go to Winco every fucking week. Okay, am I? Of course. I mean, you're not going to find like quality, you know I mean, <laughs> girls, but they'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I go to the Winco off like eighty. I know it's off Powell, so yeah. way down there in the you know. ghetto.
0: <laughs> and and the ladies are into you down there, huh? Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah.
0: It's hard. Come it's really hard. work
1: with me. I'll get you a girl. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I will. Easy. Okay. You just got to lower your standards a bit. Mm.
0: <laughs> it's really hard. No, I know. I, I
1: tried, and I was for a minute getting a lot of messages and stuff and i was just like this is weird i don't know you um and then there were instances that like if i didn't message back people would get mad yeah and like start talking shit and mm-hmm. I'd be like what the fuck is this like this is weird i never messaged anyone back or anything like that it was just kind of playing around just to see
0: Yeah, well, that's what's different about it, too, is that you can just go somebody. If you... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of times where you might be having a... I had a conversation with this girl for a long time, like, I don't know, a week, and we were, like, going back and forth a lot, and Uh I thought maybe we would meet up, and then all of a sudden, she was just gone.
1: Gone. Someone else snatched that up. Yeah. Yeah, because they're having multiple conversations. Oh, for sure. You know, that's what the whole shit is made for, but...
0: yeah. Uh, But I think it's a a 20-something game. mm -hmm. It's not a 36-year-old with three kids game.
1: Aw, yeah. But whatever. You know what we should do? What I want to get on? Farmers only. Because I want to move to a farm. And even Layla has said to me before, Mom, you need a boyfriend with some land and a farm, and then we could go live on it. There you go. And I'm, you're not wrong, Layla. You're not wrong. As soon as you find them, let me know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to get them. Farmersonly.com, but that's
0: a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. I'm going to have to check it out now. It's a thing. Get me a farm, girl.
1: For, for real. <laughs> I'm, you know what I should actually do? I was thinking, what if there's like a British British only kind of-
0: British Tinder?
1: Yeah. And then I can find- Have you ever seen 90 Day Fiance? Some of those bitches get lucky.
0: I, I've heard about one of those shows. I oh don't know God, if that's so what it's funny. called. Where they just uh, they pair people up.
1: Mm-mm. It's people that go online, and generally they find people from different countries. And then they go. Like a mail order bride. Kind of. There's dudes that meet girls from Russia, Asia. There's women that meet dudes from London. And, you know, they start this whole relationship. And then they go meet these people you know, in different countries, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a shit show reality show, and I love it. But it's true. It works for some people. Mm I have a friend. It works for her. Now she's married and built her house and has a baby. Mm -hmm. Worked. There you go. You know, I just personally am like, I have the worst luck with this shit. I can't take it seriously enough. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's why. Well, I think there are a lot of people who can't take it seriously.
1: It's just, there's not.
0: You get lonely and you want to meet up with somebody. Yeah. It's very, I don't know the right adjective, but it's very weird Mm -hmm. to post pictures of yourself. And you're like, I like walks on the beach. Uh I read books at night. Yeah. and then Coffee
1: in the morning and beaches and things. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. It's so gross. It is gross.
0: I don't like it at all. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah.
1: You can't. Put who you are, you know, who you truly are in a fucking Mm -hmm. paragraph, you know, and then expect, I don't know, someone to.
0: Yeah, well, and women are far more likely to have pictures of themselves Mm -hmm. doing things. Dudes, don't take pictures of themselves. You know how many pictures I have of me Mm -hmm. that I took Two. Yeah. You know what all the pictures are of the me? The whole selfie my mom act is them. very
1: weird. It's uncomfortable. It is. It's very narcissistic, too. I've done it a few times on my Facebook. I do. When I play around with the filters, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is funny. But usually, I don't. And even during the process that I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. How narcissistic am I right now doing all of this? This feels fucking stupid, you know?
0: But... I get that you feel that way, but it's still more socially acceptable for you to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like a douche if I go somewhere. <laughs> like And
1: you're taking a selfie.
0: Yeah, I've mm-hmm. gone places before and I have thought in my mind, if I had a picture of this, I could put it on a dating profile. Mm-hmm. And that's the wrong fucking reason to take a picture.
1: No, it's not though. Why?
0: Why because- would I why would I go somewhere and take a picture of myself to be like, oh, I went climbing on the mountain today?
1: Because line up, ladies. Do you really climb the mountain though? That's like, I want to see you climbing a mountain.
0: Well, you should. If
1: it's something like adventurous like that and it speaks to you, definitely do it.
0: That's a funny thing though. I had this friend when I worked at the. Or just
1: playing your guitar. You know what? You should have. Tell me you didn't take any like clips of you playing guitar or uh, pictures with your guitar. I don't take pictures of myself. You need to. Okay. I I will make you a dating profile.
0: I don't care. I don't take pictures of myself.
1: Okay. But listen, if you, trust me on this, (laughs) took a picture of you with your guitar, right? Or playing a song, like a little video clip, you would get snatched so quick. I'm telling you.
0: I'm not wrong. It didn't work on Bike Town. (laughs) Well, Bike Town, you know. (laughs) She's probably married uh, to some dude with a helicopter now.
1: Were you like I'm really romantic know, and I'm a Pisces? I don't and remember
0: I if I told her that.
1: Write know. poetry and
0: yeah, I told her Pisces, and she's pieced out after that.
1: Was it just the astrology thing, or just like the <laughs> Pisces part?
0: You know, it's so. What was her
1: sign? But you don't know. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so weird though, because that is especially now with COVID. Like that is the only way to meet people. No, not really. You know what else? I think I'm way more picky you are than i was 15 years ago Mm -hmm. 20 years ago
1: you're yeah you're picky and
0: that's good it is good but also women women are different than men duh yeah yeah Yeah. okay so when i'm flipping through a bunch of bumble profiles Mm okay i one million percent Swipe left or right based on what that picture looks like. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. We do too. What is it? No. Yes, we do. You sure?
1: Fucking 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's what I've always done. I'm really picky too when it's online because to me. Yeah, but what, what if. It's the personality and the interaction that is attractive
0: to yeah, me. Yeah, but what if Hottie McCaught works at Taco Bell? You're not going to go out with him.
1: Fuck yeah, I will.
0: Hottie McCaught Pants. Okay. What's he look
1: like? Is he like an Italian with a man bun? <laughs>
0: Okay, we're well, yeah. different then. I don't <laughs> I, am. I don't think most I don't most care if
1: you work at Taco Bell. I have money. I can support myself. <laughs> <laughs> a sugar daddy would be nice, but if I got a haughty young, you know, pretty young thing. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he rides a bike <laughs> and works at Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Rode my BMX to work today.
1: Yeah, hey, you're pretty though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I plan on keeping him around for a long time. True. You know, maybe. True. No.
0: It's weird. It's weird trying to to figure that out after spending so much time mm-hmm. with
1: with anyone. Yeah,
0: you know, then mm-hmm. you're trying to replace that person. Yeah, and you can't help but compare them. Uh, it's so weird. It is
1: weird, and it's actually really sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why In I what way? Because it's like you think that, you know, you get out of these relationships and you think that maybe going on this dating site and all of this and you're doing all of this comparison to the previous,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not fair. And it's sad because it's like you're still attached. That attachment is still there. And that's what's sad. Yeah. Because when they're no longer there but you're still attached, you know, and you can't have them, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It really is, you know, and then you have to, like, do this whole cycle of, you know, moving on, which is hard, I think. No, it is. It's really hard. It
0: takes years. Mm-hmm. Years. It's a long time.
1: A long fucking time, mm-hmm. especially if it's, you know, a previous relationship that was built on, like, trauma. Yeah. Trauma bonding. Have you ever heard of that?
0: No, but it's I think I've pain. experienced it.
1: Oh, yeah. hmm Yeah. The relationship is just built on trauma that both of you have, and it's, like, just a repetitive cycle
0: mm-hmm.
1: of toxicity. And then you get it; It's like a drug. You know? You're addicted to the crazy.
0: It's a good drug. hmm hmm
1: The fucking best. The only one I haven't been able to quit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true!
1: <laughs> you know? I don't fucking know why, but for me, that has been the hardest thing.
0: So you just got to find another crazy person.
1: I don't... I know. But that's the thing. I don't want a fucking crazy person. Do you? Like we talked about, you know, we're
0: addicted to I don't to think the I do, but I think I do.
1: plane is boring. Nobody wants, you know... No, you, know, you want excitement. Yeah, I want excitement. Yeah. And
0: it's so fucked up. But... But at least we can recognize it.
1: Do you have a vision... Of, like, the perfect dream woman in your mind.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she crazy? She's exciting. In what way? She isn't afraid to talk shit Mm -hmm. to me. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's funny. Not afraid to call you
1: out on your bullshit.
0: Not afraid to call me out. Okay. She's funny. Uh, I don't... I'm not attracted to girls who are just plain mm-hmm. like they they gotta have something They i don't need them to have a hobby or something but they they need Quirky. to like they're a, just like, like a quirk or an edge yeah they're mm-hmm. just unpredictable yeah Ooh. yeah that's crazy it can be crazy yeah yeah
1: okay we're gonna work this out are you
0: trying to hook me with one of your friends or something
1: maybe i'm always trying <laughs> you know I tried to the last time uh, I told you to come out. Remember, like a, two years ago or something, and you bailed? I remember. You still need to come out with me,
0: though. Yeah, I yeah,
1: will. Just for fun. Uh, come to my little local watering hole. Yeah? Uh hmm Dream on? No. <laughs> no. Fuck that. Never again.
0: You know what I really want to do? I want to go to a strip club. Okay. And meet a stripper. Uh-huh. And get her to come back here and talk to me.
1: That sounds so creeper. Like that sounded really creepy. What
0: it's not supposed to, to be creepy. Stripper and get her to come. No, no, no. Talk to me. I want a stripper to come here and talk to me to tell me about being a stripper.
1: Okay. Is that creepy? No, it's just the way that you said it. Initially, okay. it could be.
0: Well, creepy. Redo all that. <laughs> I mean, don't you think? Do you Can know? Any, do you know? Any, do you know any strippers?
1: I know a couple. Yeah.
0: Okay. About what
1: it's like being a stripper. Yeah. Like, that's got to be such a fucking crazy job. Yeah. I think the consensus is, um, depending on who the woman is, but I think the consensus is that it's just, it is what it is, and they're going to make their money, and then they dip, and that's it. Yeah, but... But they got to go through a lot of shit. Oh, that's
0: got to be awful. Um,
1: I think, actually, the last strip club I went to, I actually, like, and this is going to sound stupid, looked... At One in the Ice while she was dancing, and there was just, like, a vacant, like, I'm not in my body right yeah, now. I'm yeah. just doing what I need to do yeah, kind of thing. And I was like, wow, I should probably not be here anymore because now I feel like I'm objectifying this woman even though you, I could tell that she did not want to be doing what she was doing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, she just
0: – No, it's, it's one of those jobs yeah. where you just do it because you're making money. Yeah. And uh, – they can make a lot of money for sure
1: so much fucking money
0: yeah i but, mean oh man that's got to be like you, you, 10% of the people you meet are decent individuals mm-hmm. and they're just there to have a good time or whatever but like there's got to be creep. some fucking creeps especially you meet.
1: nowadays and especially in this city yeah like it's and i don't think i mean how unsafe you know the ones right a cup uh, up the street from my house have been shot up yeah like, I don't even know how many times. I'd be like, I don't care. The money's not worth it. I'm not doing this. No. This is not a healthy work environment.
0: No. You know? Where's HR at? I
1: don't like this. HR. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to file a grievance, please. Yeah. Yeah. Some shit.
0: Yeah. The things people got to do to make money.
1: I've tr- Trust me. If I had, like, the where, what's the word? I don't know. Wherewithal. Wherewithal back in the day. Mm-hmm. To do that, I'd have done it. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, make some money. Hell yeah. But, you know, I'm shy and could never do that.
0: It's a crazy job. Not for more
1: than like three people at least. I'm kidding. It's a crazy job. Yeah.
0: Get naked in front of a bunch of dudes who are drunk and being weird.
1: Yeah. So weird. But no, you should maybe. Let's go. Okay, we need to go to a strip club. Find one, and then get her to come back here and talk to you about it. And then you could write a book.
0: Is that the next step? Could be. Yeah? Yeah. The stripper diaries. Write a book on how to fail at Bumble.
1: That too. (laughs) Maybe you should try something else. Farmers only? Fuck yeah. Try.
0: I heard that there is an app for famous people to date.
1: Famous people. What do you mean? Instagram?
0: No, no, no. Like a dating app for famous people.
1: So they're like, I'm Leonardo so DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like Robert Downey Jr.
1: I'm James Franco. <laughs>
0: right? Isn't that weird? Where do I sign up for this app is what I am I don't know. think you can get on unless you're famous. You have to get verified.
1: Oh, that is fucking bullshit. Isn't that weird? I don't believe this is true. <laughs> This I, is not true. I heard about it. I heard Could
0: about it. Could you imagine
1: though if it was like famous people and average people, I'd be like, James Franco's like <laughs> hey.
0: no, I didn't like your last movie.
1: Yeah, that movie sucked. That would be funny. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. There's gotta be a different way. Cause there's a lot of there's a lot of people who who want to get matched up.
1: Yeah. Do you?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Really? hundred percent? Why wouldn't I? I don't know.
0: Because I just like being lonely?
1: Stop.
0: <laughs> this got real serious all of so a sudden. So
1: serious.
0: No, of course I want to be with somebody.
1: Well, I mean, some people are just not ready, but you're ready. <sighs> yeah. Okay. We'll make it happen. Yeah. I think I know someone. I might know someone.
0: Well, if I know them, Look, then it's probably not going to work.
1: I'll keep you informed. <laughs> You know everybody I know, though. That's a thing. Yeah, pretty we much. We all know the same people. That's true. But I don't know. I don't think I'm – I don't You know. I think I'm ready to be single, like, for a good – and I think I want to give myself this,
0: actually, like, a good year. Why does that matter?
1: Because I have some shit to learn. Okay. You know, to really get introspective and do some healing – Okay. That I think is necessary
0: okay
1: because I think that's been avoided before because I've always you know gone from one to the next to the next and the next to the next. and uh that's kind of a something I want to stop mm-hmm. you know, and get okay with just being Leanne, yeah, and being alone. and Leanne doesn't have a boyfriend right now and that's okay. You know, instead of always having some fucked up something,
0: pit, right? Well, the benefit of not having someone too is that you I can mean,
1: fart and it's a not you know, <laughs> you can fart as loud as you want. You
0: could do that right now if you want. <laughs> I'm, not I'm cool do. with
1: it. <laughs> I would. I would. I would I did. for you. You didn't. You didn't hear it,
0: but I did. <laughs> no, the thing about being being alone is like. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of nights where I just go to bed, and I'm, like, on my my side of the bed. Yes. And I'm just, like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. And I just go to sleep. I'm, like, man, it'd be so much cooler if there was somebody here with me just to, yeah.
1: like,
0: just to experience stuff with, you know? Yeah. But I'm hopeful that all this time alone will make, when I meet somebody, even that much better. Because then… exactly. Then I'll appreciate it more, right?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And how long have you been single? Single?
0: Two years. Two and a half years. When's the last
1: time you got laid? Long time. Like two years. Long time. Long time. Yikes!
0: Not two years, but it's been it's been a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: been a dry spell.
0: It's been a spell. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. It is what it is.
1: Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fix that. You hear that, everyone? Okay. So anyone out there that's listening and you got a hookup for Maxwell, hit him up.
0: The only one listening at this point is Farger. <laughs> <laughs> Farger, where you at? Come fix my fence! Yeah, Farger, come fix your fence.
1: <laughs> no, for real. I need you to come fix my fence. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Yeah. I haven't talked to Farger in fucking a long time.
0: He's still rocking it, man. Yeah. I just talked to him today. Yeah, I'm glad that
1: you guys have, I'm glad we all have, even though no matter how many years, you know, go by, we're still able to come back and hang out. Like, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. You know, you don't get that a lot.
0: No, they blow by and then uh, you're just kind of like, whoa.
1: Whoa, it's been seven years since I seen you last? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's crazy.
0: I know. Because, like, when's the last time I saw you? Two or three I don't know. Oh.
1: Three? Maybe three. Three, yeah. You passed out on my couch.
0: That was even further. Was it further? Yeah.
1: I think that was the last time I saw you and you came over.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Maybe. It was a long time ago. It goes by so fast. And everything is still the same in my house and everything. It's kind of right.
0: I know you're like, Do you want my address? I'm like, No, I remember how to get there.
1: Well, that's crazy to me because I'm like, What you've only been here like three times. Your house is easy to find, it is pretty easy to find. Yeah, I fucking hate my house. (laughs) I do.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's growing up. Uh, I watched, uh, have you ever seen Grandma's Boy?
1: Uh, remind me who's in it.
0: It's uh, it's all the guys from Happy Madison, all the uh, Adam Sandler's friends.
1: Okay, you know, like
0: David Spade's in it. Uh huh. Yeah. Who I love, by the way, he's fucking hilarious. David Spade's great.
1: He is so funny. He has like a thing he does on Instagram because he watches The Bachelor and he just like films it and like talks shit the whole time <laughs> in his high little voice. It's yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah. No, he's great. It's funny. Um, he's in it, and Nick Swartzen. Mm-hmm. And they're, they, uh, they're video game testers. You never seen it? Yeah, you, you would know what I was talking about <laughs> if you seen it. I have to have seen it. It's got Linda Cardellini in it. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Oh, I love she's her. She's my girlfriend.
1: She's my girlfriend.
0: Mm, okay. She's good. Right. You
1: should watch... Um... Mad Men? No.
0: She's, she's in something that. new with uh, Christine Apple. Yes,
1: that yeah, one. I haven't seen Dead it. Dead to me. That's what it's called. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen it, but... Um, but yeah, I was watching that movie last night cause it's one of my favorite movies and he's supposed to be just like some fucking loser who has mm-hmm. to move in with his grandma cause he forgot to pay rent and all this stuff. And he mentions that he's 35 mm-hmm. and I'm like, God, I'm 36. 36. Thirty <laughs> six. <laughs> like that used to be old. So old. And now like, I don't feel old. You don't feel old. I don't
1: feel old either. Mm-hmm. I only feel old when I like think about the number. Yeah. You know, and then I'm like, "Fuck, that's this closer, much closer to 40. 40 is going to be old." And then I think, "Shit, my sister just turned 40."
0: You're not going to feel old when you hit 40, though.
1: I sure hope not.
0: You won't. It's only four years. Who cares?
1: That's why, you know, we got to start getting on the game plan and traveling and doing stripers and shit. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and swiping right yeah. on James Franco.
1: Swipe right, James. He went away because he got caught being a pervert. <laughs> it's true
0: he didn't go anywhere
1: yeah huh he's off social media i used to follow him like crazy
0: he dropped all his accounts
1: yeah because he got in trouble flirting with a girl on instagram
0: if you were famous wouldn't you flirt with girls on instagram
1: uh yeah but i'd make sure that they were like over 18
0: Mm, that's important
1: he didn't do that Mm. you know
0: he needs an assistant
1: maybe (laughs) he's stupid yeah that was stupid
0: there's a lot of people getting busted for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Do yes, you, they should.
0: Do you uh do you know who Chris Delia is? Yeah. Yeah. The comedian? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I one I could of, see that.
0: He's one of my favorites. That guy is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But I see I don't know what happened. I don't know if people are falsely accusing him or if he really did some shady shit. Yeah. But he he's a hornball mm-hmm. and he was touring all across the country didn't have a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. He probably should have figured out if they were over 18 or not. Uh. So and that was
1: it? It was like.
0: No, there's some other shit coming out. Like he flopped his dick out in a parking lot and stuff like that. But oh,
1: well, Ponda does that all the time. Sorry. I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Ponda did that here. People do that. Right here in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I was offended. So offended. I'm so offended. offended. Um,
1: No, I did hear that. And like the guy that I actually really like. From the 70s show.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty heavy shit. Yeah. He's been accused of rape by like four mm-hmm. or five people. Yeah. 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 Well, and Scientology is involved. So, you know. Oh,
1: is he a Scientologist?
0: Oh, yeah. So if anybody was going to try to cover it up, they would totally try That's to cover it That's why
1: that. he hasn't like gotten in trouble, maybe. Probably. I mean, he got kicked off of the show that he was doing with fucking Coocher on Netflix. Coocher, Coocher. Him and Ashton did a show on Netflix.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't see it.
1: It's like, it's the stupidest thing ever, but yeah, I still watch it because I like stupid shit. Um, I
0: forget
1: what it's called, but Sam Elliott is in it. That's why I watch it. Because I love Sam Elliott. Like, how can you not? I thought he died. No. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, he was just in the movie with Bradley Cooper and won all the awards and everyone was singing that stupid fucking song forever.
0: His hometown is Portland, Oregon. Yes. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, he's a badass.
0: He's still alive.
1: He's still alive. Okay, cool. And he's awesome, and he's in that show with Kuchar and the other guy.
0: He's got a serious upper lip caterpillar.
1: Yeah, and that one right there with the long hair. When I was younger, totally crushed.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I
1: had such a big crush on him.
0: He's pretty manly. I mean, look at look at that one right there.
1: That's my dream guy. Yeah. Not Sam Elliott per se, but he, oh my god, look at that one.
0: He can he can grill a steak.
1: Fuck yeah, you can grill a steak. Yes.
0: <laughs> Look at that one right there.
1: And drink whiskey. Oh, my God, a bro tank. By the way, I wanted to make a comment. Um yeah.
0: Were you wearing a bro tank the other day? I have tank tops. Bro tank. I, what's a bro tank? It's a tank for bros. I am not a bro.
1: <laughs> when you wear a tank, you are. Oh, so the, you can't separate them? No, I was watching one of your things, and I just wanted to call you so bad and be like, Bro. <laughs>
0: Nice tank. No, you know I was wearing a tank top? Because <laughs> it was, was hot. Because it was 140 degrees in this fucking living room I or understand. this kitchen.
1: Yeah, why don't you have air conditioning?
0: Because this house was made in 1777.
1: You're full of shit. Good year, 1777. That was a well, good lots year. Lots of sevens.
0: <laughs> no, it it gets hot. It gets real hot in here. So, so why don't you
1: have an air conditioner?
0: Because there's no central Because
1: you like to just sit in your sweaty walls.
0: Yeah.
1: You're like... How are you a masochist don't
0: tell anyone mm, they no know. uh my brother tried to give me an air conditioning thing that you put in the window yeah and i said no i'm trying to move out of here it's it's inspiration to how long have to you been next here step. like 26 or seven days
1: mm, where were you before in your apartment
0: no i've been here two years
1: you're fucking smart ass <laughs> gonna say it's been two years and you haven't gotten an air conditioner it's motivation no it's so for two summers you've been sitting in this place
0: it just only wetting
1: your balls off
0: it only gets bad a few days of the year you don't even have a fan i have a fan i just can't turn on right now because it's loud as fuck and if you need someone to fix your fence you call cody j fire yes please come fix
1: my fence it's fucked up
0: he will He's a good guy.
1: I don't know. He hasn't talked to me forever. Okay. Let's get this off because this is like seven of my stepdads right now.
0: Whoa. What is that about? There he is with uh, Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah. Didn't Remember when he did that movie with Bradley Cooper and everyone was singing that fucking stupid song? Tell me something, girl. You haven't heard that? Have you lived under a rock?
0: Is it called "The Star is Born? Yeah. I don't think, I, I remember it happening, but I don't think I watched it. I mm-hmm. saw I saw them perform together at the Grammys or whatever, and then his wife divorced him like three weeks later. Because he
1: fucked Lady Gaga. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Lady Gaga! Can yeah.
0: you imagine being an A-list, a, a, regu- a B-list, C-list? Who cares? You're an actor in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you have to do these movies with, insanely hot actresses, hot actresses and actors. And you got to make out with them and like pretend you're fucking and stuff. And then go home to your spouse. And then
1: not pull a Brad Pitt and like be a douche and leave your wife for Angelina Jolie. No. Well, I don't know. That's no, that was a douche move. Who would you rather do Angelina or Jennifer Aniston?
0: (sighs) Jennifer Aniston looks like she eats two pieces of broccoli a day.
1: So does Angelina Jolie. She no. just has a prettier face. Yes, she does.
0: Well, now, back then, Angelina Jolie, you could take her to Dream On and do shots with her. That's Jennifer true. Jennifer Aniston. That's true. Was doing yoga in the living room.
1: No, but we could smoke fasting. a joint with fucking Jennifer Aniston. No, I would really.
0: Jennifer Aniston. She might be cooler than I think.
1: She's way cooler than you think. Also, she married fucking Justin Thoreau, who's a
0: babe. Yeah, but they also got divorced.
1: Yeah, that sucks. <laughs>
0: so something Jennifer. didn't work out.
1: Poor Jennifer Aniston. So did Brandon Angelina, though.
0: Well, you know what? Plot twist.
1: Plot twist.
0: Where's David Schwimmer?
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if they got together and I be like, be awesome. oh, my God. Friends. Ross and Rachel. Season nine.
1: Yay. It worked out. That will never happen. She's way too cool for him. (laughs) He's cool. He's not that cool. You don't think so? Like in the show or in real life? (laughs) Either. No. Okay. Whole Friends cast. Who would you rather do?
0: Joey. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a good one. I did like him. I think mine would be probably Chandler.
0: (laughs) Yeah? What? Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know. I just... The whole bad boy thing. He turned into a fucking cokehead, and, you know... Sweaty alcoholic. That whole thing. In real life. Okay, <laughs> real I life. thought you
0: meant on the show. I was like, I missed that episode. No, on the he show. He looks a little different now.
1: Yeah, he's been using for quite some yeah, fucking time. Yeah,
0: he's hanging out with Robert Downey.
1: Yes, Robert Downey totally would do. Who's that <laughs> <guy>? <laughs> Stop. See? No, but in the show, because Dude, he looks funny. No,
0: look, he fucking parties.
1: Yes, he parties. That's what i He I'm looks saying. like an old man right there. He is an old man. no. This no. is his Coke days. He was doing okay. hella Coke this on is, the show. This
0: is what he did, babe. The, yeah, okay. what a babe, right? Let's, let's remember this. I know. Channel. That's what I'm okay? saying.
1: That's who I'd rather do. And he was funny.
0: I never watched the show. I like you should. It was. It's on Netflix. And I sat down one night and I was like, you know what? I've never watched Friends. I'm I'm gonna power through these. Okay. I made it through half of the first episode and I was like, nope. What? Fuck this. You have to power through
1: it. It's good. It's hilarious. Trust me. So, oh, you liked The Office. I think you were the one that I turned love me on The Office. Office. So, Layla started watching it last year. She had her whole summer. She just binged The Office, the whole series. Loved it. And then she made me get her um, a Dwight cake <laughs> for her 12th birthday. Nice. And like a Dwight shirt and all of that. But I was watching some of it and I was like, should you be watching this? I think there's a lot of like stuff in here a lot of innuendos that maybe you wouldn't understand but i was like
0: fucking shit
1: this shit is funny and it'll build character so watch it all you want
0: it's the best show
1: it's hilarious
0: we we just leave it on in the background mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: she had her ringtone
0: uh-huh.
1: when you called her it was the dunder mifflin theme song and everything <laughs> she went crazy with it nice yeah i got my kid a dwight shroot cake for her 12th birthday it was hilarious yeah
0: my kids love it too mm-hmm. it's a good show I haven't watched it much lately, but yeah, we've seen all the episodes like 10 times.
1: Yeah, it's good. This one episode, when he starts smoking, that one's funny. That one reminds me of me. And they're all like, why are you smoking?
0: $7,000? Is that part of it? Yeah. And Joey gets into it. Uh Yeah, I'll have to. I know it's a thing. I got to watch it. It's It's okay if it's not a a It's a serious investment. Okay.
1: Now yeah, you got to invest a lot of time if you're gonna do that. What's your favorite Netflix binge?
0: I need a new one. Me I, too. There's so much stuff. It every time I go look at it now, it's like going to Blockbuster back in the day. I'm oh, like, what I do Ben's I watch?
1: Blockbuster.
0: Blockbuster was was awesome, but yeah. you go in there, you could walk around for a half an hour and not find anything. Yeah. Everybody's like, no, I seen that. No, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, that that's how a good. that's how I feel but you know what happened with Netflix mm. they have a I don't know if they call it a shuffle or a random or whatever mm-hmm. but they'll just play something you can click a button and they'll just play something it must be based off your algorithm yeah and chooses for you they just introduced it recently maybe
1: that's why I'm not getting the shit I want to see um Peaky Blinders is good I've never yep, seen that I that's seen my that. favorite show oh so I'm getting a tattoo soon I just got my consultation appointment or next week. And I hope it's going to be sick. But I'm getting like a whole uh, Victorian London kind of theme. That's cool. Leg. I hope it'll be cool.
0: <laughs> Me too. I really do. It's forever.
1: It's forever. It's going to be expensive. Yeah. So You're going
0: to have to go like four or five times?
1: I don't know. We'll discuss this after the consultation. <laughs> you know? Cause, yeah. Because I don't know. I'm going to tell them what I want and then hopefully they can...
0: bust it out yeah that's cool we'll see we'll see tattoos all right well unfortunately we gotta wrap it up because we gotta go i have to go look at a house in a few
1: i have to go to work tomorrow
0: okay well
1: where are you looking at a house at
0: um i am looking at a house near do you know what um Butler. god damn it it's near park just right over here i'll, I'll show you when okay. we leave but um it's in the same school district as my kids so mm-hmm. they can ride the school bus and they redid all the stuff inside the yard isn't that great i'll chop down some trees and stuff but
1: you can do that yeah all right maxwell
0: uh i don't have anything cheers yet but I well, know. cheers anyway
1: cheers Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you came over. I've missed you. I missed you too. Let's keep doing this. Okay,
0: let's do it.